Do you know in the book there is a genuine summary of chapter one? <laughs> <laughs> well, if only they'd done that for the entire book, then we wouldn't need to make this podcast. My name's Will. And my name's Steve. You haven't got time to read War and Peace. Even if it is one of the greatest novels of all time. 587,000 words. 612 grams. That's the weight of the book. 500 characters. 361 chapters. Three volumes. Two epilogues. And a collection of maps. We're going to summarise all of it for you. This is War and Peace in just seven years. <laughs> Do something I've noticed, Steve. What's that? The difference between our copies. It's only been a week. Mine's all busted. Oh, dear, mate. Broken. Yours is pristine. You're carrying it around like some sort of French academic. Pretending I'm reading it. <laughs> I am. On the tube, just thumbing through it, upside down. What, this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I host a podcast about war and peace. Whatever. If anything, I'm reading it too quickly. Yeah, Anna has got a cough. Steve, Hello. welcome to episode two. Thank you. Pleasure. Well, and to you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, Thank go on, thank me again. <laughs> thank, <you. laughs> thank me again. I was gonna say thanks for coming. Oh, thank you for coming. Well you're um, welcome. Th- thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's a pleasure. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. Great. Good. Good. I'm glad we did that ten minutes of practice chatting before we started. Well, yeah, it was well worth it. Well worth it. Be crap otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> Episode one was last week. How do you feel coming back to War and Peace after a after a week? Well, I've only read one chapter and that's it. Yeah. It's just been a week of Nothing. I don't, I've forgotten everything again. Have you been thinking about it? I actually did. I know. I, I thought about the other day where I was trying to go back over what had happened in the first episode, realising that you've got the copy of my book locked in your desk. So I can't even check chapter one. <laughs> it's been an entire week. I haven't got a clue. You've got a read today. Have you been waking up in the night thinking that you maybe you missed some crucial detail or that there's a, you know, some bit of information <laughs> that's going to be key that you haven't told me or anything like that? No, I made a lot of editorial decisions at like a high level um, in episode one. That unbeknownst to you, I've just cut a bunch of people out and <laughs> you can deal with that mess. Based on what? Some of the names I couldn't pronounce, so I was like, they're not coming. Makes a lot of sense. They ain't coming on this journey. You're, you're, a, you're a man of high culture. I am. You're a worldly man. I think having listened to episode one, though, you know, I think that's, that's, that's chapter one. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is. Um, Steve, what was it like being not exactly read to, mm. but what's it like experiencing the first chapter of a book having not read it yourself? I think it's a really weird way to read a book. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you, listener, got this, but it was very hard to understand who the characters were, how they were connected, what they were doing, and why they were there. Brutal review, <laughs> um, because, of course, I read it and gave the information. Mm. I will and have taken that personally. Good. I think you had a hard task, because the first chapter, I assume, is where a lot of key people key things are introduced i don't know where they're going to come back later this book is massive so some of these things could be integral to the story as it goes on and i might have already missed that beginning of a thread i hope not i (laughs) I really hope not could have happened i think it's uh, in some ways a reflection also on just how gargantuan a task we've taken upon ourselves with this book i think there's a lot of characters already we're starting to build up quite a profile 
I mean, the big hitter so far seems to be Anna. Who has a cough. Got a cough. One to watch out for today. Or she, maybe she, her days are numbered. She could be dead by the end of chapter two from a cough-related illness. Red herring. Um, you know, you've got Prince Vasily. Yeah. I am just going to pick one way of saying his name at some point. That's I'm fine, s- but don't pick it now. Let, you know, let it flow over you. Try a few things out. See how it fits. We don't know where his character's going to go. We don't. We do know that he is looking for a, for a hookup. He's single. He is single and ready to mingle. Yeah. And he wants to hook up with our other characters who are Prince Bolkonskoy. Yeah. And Lisa. Yeah. Bolkonskoy. Yeah. Who are married. father and wife. Unbelievable. Right. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> okay. That's, as soon as I said it was Not weird. married. Not married. No. They are married, but they are husband and wife. The other big thing that happened, of course, was that the fate was cancelled. Fate was cancelled. Will that be mentioned in chapter two? Better be because, you know, if you've got gone to all the effort of organising a whole fate and it gets cancelled for for whatever reason, I can't remember why. But why was it cancelled? Do you remember? I, it was just cancelled. I haven't written a book, but I imagine it's something like this. You set up a lot of the drama at the start, mm-hmm. you know, weave the threads, mm. the mystic, the mystical elements of the story, and then weave they them. weave back together yeah and as you as you progress through the story it's a beautiful tapestry of um details and intrigue come come the end wow well we'll we'll know we'll know why the fate was cancelled wouldn't have guessed that you hadn't written a book (laughs) um but maybe i'm confident on anna is a maid of honor and she has a cough and then there's prince vasili who wants a hookup this is this is how this is as far as i've got in my mind okay and then there's two other people lisa yeah and lisa's husband prince bolkonskoy yes and they will decide if this hookup is going to happen because the hookup is with their daughter exactly yes and that's where we're at book one chapter two let's see what chapter two of war and peace holds for us Mate, if she dies from this cough, we have absolutely nailed it. I can't wait to see what happens with this cough, and there's going to be some sex probably in chapter two. La grippe! All right, well, I'm just going to get to chapter two. You go for a wee, and then by the time you come back, I'll still be on the first page probably. Hurry back. Sweet! Chapter two. Filling. Helene. And it's the ambassador's wife. What you reading? I've read three paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, there's a lot of, lot of people here. A lot of people here. You know, sometimes you find someone and you think probably they're not going to be important. Mm. Mm. I did that in chapter one. Methinks illegitimate son. Oh, that sounds important. Do you think, Monsieur Pierre? Fat. Oh, hurry up. Okay, I've read it. How'd you find it? I don't know if this is just the beginning, but it's tough going. There's a lot of... There's a constant flow of new characters. Just constant. Lots of people. Every paragraph there's a new character. Chatting about lots of people, lots of friends. So Anna's having a big party. Ooh. And this doesn't come in until later in the chapter, but I'm going to throw it in at the start. Weird. We're in Russia. Oh, I thought we were 100%. in France. No, everyone's speaking French. There's loads of French people there. But I've got concrete confirmation that we're in russia here's the here's the line that says it 
Anna Pavlova's was the first he had attended in Russia. I thought we were in France because they were speaking in French. Okay, we haven't got to the bottom of that one. They mentioned Bonaparte. Like, I... They're in Russia. You got it wrong that time, but, I mean, I'm sure you'll get other stuff right. (laughs) So, Anna's having a party. Lovely. She is the... I've learned she's the wife of the ambassador. Wow. Or she's the ambassador. Just to clarify, she's... The ambassador or the wife of the ambassador? We don't know which one. It's not clear. We don't know which one. No, no, there's no way to know. We don't know which one or you don't know which one. You're kidding me. You're the one that met her in the first chapter. I'm just going off half of what you said. No one's mentioned any ambassadorship. She was introduced in the first chapter. You said she was a maid. She's a maid of honour. I know. I know that now. I know that now. Thank good. And now we know, yes, I thought it was in France. We've got through that. We've got past that. Is she the ambassador or the ambassador's wife, Steve? (laughs) I'd have to read the first chapter, which I'm not allowed to do. Uh, No, don't put this on my chapter. Uh, She's been introduced in the first chapter. Now is like character exposition. One thing that is not exposition is who she is. Unbelievable. Well, fair enough. Just put down an ambassador question mark. Ambassador question mark. We'll figure that one out. But there's an important guest. Um, well, there's several actually, but there's one particularly imp- important person at the at the um, party, which is Anna's aunt. Lovely. I'll read you some stuff. To each new arrival, Anna Pavlovna said, "You have not yet seen my aunt, or you do not know my aunt." And very gravely conducted him or her to the old lady. They have a chat. Each visitor performed the ceremony of greeting this old aunt, whom not one of them knew, not one of them wanted to know, and not one of them cared about. <laughs> aunt's name please oh, oh no never tell we don't know fine i'm I'm gonna say she's not important just the old aunt we crossed her out we, we don't know i don't think she's coming back crossed her out she lives she lives to the chapter but i can't promise anything more than that how's the cough she doesn't cough in this uh in this okay so that was a red herring well perhaps or was it mm. Mm. right so various people turn up right so vasily he's got a daughter called Helene. Does he hate her? She is incredibly beautiful. Yes. Do you know why she's so beautiful? No. Because she's got some delicate dark down just perceptible on her upper lip. She's got a moustache? Her her teeth are slightly too short. What? As it was always the case with a thoroughly attractive woman, her defect was her special and particular form of beauty. So She's got a moustache and tiny teeth. Yeah. She's great. That's, this is Helena. Yeah, she's a real beauty. Everyone loves her at the party. The other main... There's two more really important guests at this party. God. Important guest number one is Princess Bolkonskaya. She's yeah. very young and she's also pregnant. This is the one Vasily wants a hookup with. She's the one with the great lip. She's the hot one. She's the hot one. Oh, that's Vasily's daughter. Vasily, no, no, I got that confused. Oh Vasily's daughter, she's just beautiful. Okay. But we don't know why. Hang on a sec. This this Princess Bolkonskia, this is the woman who Vasily wants to be hooked up with. I don't, I can't, I, she's pregnant already. Everyone, she's glowing, she's all sorts of, she's all sorts of things. Okay, question mark. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, so uh, she's married as well. So, you know, said the princess in the same tone as uh, in French, it doesn't matter. My husband is deserting me. He is going to get himself killed. Ooh. Tell me what this wretched war is for. Oh. She's speaking to Prince Vasily then. Yeah. Um, but she, we never find out the answer. She's, she's, she's pissed off. Do you know why we never fi- find out the answer? End of the chapter. No, because the beautiful Helene, 
Vasily's daughter interrupts because she's also beautiful. It's okay. confusing. Forget about it. There's some a new guy on the scene. He's a stout, heavy-built young man, <laughs> close-cropped Stouts. hair, spectacles, and, the, and he's wearing light-coloured breeches that were fashionable at the time. A very high ruffle and a dress coat. High, Incredibly high. High ruffle. Ruffles are high anyway. I know, it's a very high ruffle. Yeah, yeah. It's a serious ruffle. Is it a serious dresser, this chap? He, what, he, what he lacks in physical posture, he makes up for in, in his ruffle. Does he have a name? <laughs> yeah. Um, not yet. Okay. i tell you his name. I found out later. Okay. Monsieur Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> he's not, he's, he doesn't get a great reception. He's rude to the aunt. Sure. And Anna also says she greeted him with a nod she accorded to the lowest hierarchy in her drawing room. So there's different levels of nods in this society. You know, if you like someone a lot, you nod a lot. Yeah. If you don't like them, you just little nod. He got the rinse nod. He got he got really rinsed. Poor guy. Um, and he's so well dressed. He's like proper dressed up for it as well. It's it basically the reason is he looks scared and he's too big. I feel quite sorry for this guy. And he's been mumbling and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she she talks to him for a bit, Monsieur Pierre. Yeah. They talk about Abbe, some bloke called Abbe Murillo, who's the most interesting man. I'm not oh, writing more names oh, down. Oh, but he's got a scheme. Yeah, this is it. Abbe Murillo is important because he's got a... He says, yes, I've heard of his scheme for perpetual peace. And it's very interesting. Peace! But hardly feasible. We've had war. This will be wrapping up in the next chapter, I bet. I think this, we're all good. Who's that guy called Abbe? Um, Abbe, A-B-B-E, acute, Murillo. Abbe Murillo. So then we go to Pierre's perspective. Basically, Anna doesn't like Pierre. He's a bit of an idiot, fat, big fat ruffle. loser, fat loser, a bit awkward. We go to Pierre's perspective, and it turns out that he's trying to basically get in, get up in society. He's a climber. He's a climber. social climber. Here's this, this is how the chapter ends. Here, the conversation seemed interesting, and he stood waiting for an opportunity to express his own views, as young people are fond of doing. Pierre. So that's the end of the chapter. End of that's, the end of chapter two. Chapter We're two. on page eight. It's the summary. Summary. Uh, we need a name. See, I don't just want to <laughs> the party, <laughs> <laughs> but also, but other stuff doesn't capture it because what about Pierre and perpetual peace? I've got a title. All right. Just checking the time is working. This is what the sound will be like when it finishes. On my phone. Cool. Standard alarm. Standard time. Standard um, sound. Get up! Get up! Get up! Are you ready? Not particularly. All right. Should we just do it? Yeah. Count me down for okay. three. Okay. Three, two, one. Chapter two: The Fat Sad Loser. Um, there's a party. Um, Anna's at the party. It's an ambassador's house. Um, there's this hot girl. Um, Vasily's daughter's got a mustache and weird <laughs> teeth. Uh, Pierre's in. He's. <laughs> I feel oh. like you missed a few details. Oh. They're gone now. Oh, ten, ten seconds. It's so quick. <laughs> it's so quick. Yeah. No, I mean, you got Pierre in. I got Pierre in. I Th- think he's the main point. character. And Mate, I did well. We there did. were a few, other, bit, a few other bits yours. you missed. You missed out the aunt. I'm going to say, I'm going to say that. You missed out the aunt. I but... missed out I missed out the aunt. I crossed her out my notes. She didn't get a name. Yeah, you got the main bits in, I think. Pierre's in there. Fat, sad loser. Um, See you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of War and Peace in Just Seven Years. If you enjoyed the show, uh, then why not listen to it again reliably by making sure you subscribe on your podcast app 
And better than that, sh- spread the love. Spread Sh- it. Share it. Uh, tell your friends about it. Tell your loved ones. Um, play it to a pet. And you know what? If you're still thinking, is this podcast for me? It's rubbish. Then, well, you know what? Stick around. I hate it. We've got a few bits that didn't make it into the actual show. It doesn't make any sense. Wish I never listened. This is War and Peace in just seven years. <laughs> Awful. It sounds like a cabaret. Terrifying. Let's never say things at the same time again. I agreed. Are, are you agreed? I'm, I've agreed. You tried this a lot. No, no. You promise? I promise. But hey, it will only take seven years. And yeah, sure, that's a long time. But mm. what do you have to do in that seven years? Nada. I've got nothing on. But not you, Steve, the listener. No. I know you've got nothing on. I'm completely on. free. You, your calendar's <laughs> bone dry. <laughs> oh, I'm free if you... <laughs> nothing. Oh, nothing on. What are you doing in four years? Nothing. Nothing. I'm doing this. One se- I'm going to have one second per chapter. What What are you talking about? <laughs> like, that is such a bollocks amount of time. <laughs> one second. How? Well, you, you can have it. I'm going to have two seconds. <laughs> I'm going to have two seconds to summarise the whole book. Right, now I've got page turning sound, so I'll just do this. Awful. Please don't do it. No. That's awful. Do it better. That didn't sound like a page. <laughs> I can't watch you. Have you ever watched? Have you ever watched a thirty-one-year-old man recording the sound of pages? <laughs> we need it. I know. It's very important. I, I, I respect. Like you. you're going to regret this when you have to cut it together. <sighs> I can't watch a man record a book. <laughs> He's recording the book. 